Thank you, everyone. <clears throat> we would like to uh, welcome uh, each and uh, uh, every one of you uh, uh, here this evening. And in terms of the day here of uh, meeting with you, I would like firstly to give a general overview and there are 70, 70, 70 participants in the teacher, uh, mindfulness teacher training course. Ulu and I are the primary uh, teachers and Kasper and uh, Alexander who have wealth of experience um, are kindly uh, uh, giving us uh, support, giving all of us, all of you, support as well. In this particular period of time with you, the intention is that um, I will speak to you, a general overview for around the 20 minutes or so. Then following on from there, uh, Ula will speak to you. Give a little introduction as well to Kasper and uh, Alexander. And then after Ula has uh, spoken, uh, she will invite you to uh, ask any questions, express anything that uh, you wish there. And you will see on your screen at that time um, an unmute uh, button. I think it's on the left-hand side as you face the screen. And with that, uh, your voice then will be heard by all of us. It is, just on the specifics there, it is uh, helpful that when you've finished speaking there to mute again so that there aren't too many voices overlapping and this can make it a little difficult for the hearing. But firstly, uh, the Mindfulness Teacher Training uh, course. We certainly live in the most extraordinary of times as a species living, participating and experiencing this life on earth. We are faced day in and day out with an immense amount of uncertainty we have looking at how life and the life of uh, others and many others, immense challenges to deal with what might be described as a crisis. And we need the resources, the empathy, the skills, the methods, the techniques, for human beings, the elderly, the middle-aged, the teenagers and the young to know skillful ways and means to handle difficult, challenging situations. And mindfulness is one of the primary tools which can give great support to all of us, to countless others, because it has a very clear purpose. 
Its purpose is to reduce stress. Its purpose is to reduce fear and anxiety and blame. Its purpose is to find a genuine clarity of mind and peace in the heart. Its purpose is to find and know skillful ways to share experience, methods and techniques and practices with others so that you can be a real ongoing support to others. That could be friends, it could be family, it could be colleagues at work, it could be setting up mindfulness programs and courses. And at this time, at any time, but certainly at this time, there's a real importance for that. And for you, for all of us, to be effective and beneficial and skillful mindfulness teachers, it takes a real steady commitment day in and day out with the practices and if those practices these practices in tune with your experiences work together the combination of the methods the techniques uh, the practices and your experience will contribute to that deepening and the deepening is so beneficial because it's from the deepening that you will be able to serve others people will listen to you and they will say this person she or he is speaking from their experience and that carries a lot of quiet authority and benefit for the others so our encouragement is to explore the teachings and the practices there is a genuine wide range of them your commitment and dedication over the next year will be a great support for others and right from the very beginning that means tomorrow we are in fact asking you inviting you to step into your authority and share experience talk to few people around you in the quiet authority of uh, description or of the pro approach in a specific way we'll speak to you of course about that later with the days here uh, as well we of course would love love to be in Powernoff. we would love to be at this lovely center to meet you in the real world but circumstances obviously have prevented that from happening i have found having just completed a course for a few people just a mindfulness and meditation uh, course that 
My experience with Zoom, and I'm a novice, it's the first time, that means in the, of using this format in the past two or three weeks, but it's workable. I found for myself, the initial day or two was quite hard work. Remembering the details of the technology, communicating through this form, but after a day or two, there's a certain getting into the rhythm with it. Please do allow yourself, if you are new to Zoom or relatively, to be patient with it. And the blessing, one of the blessings of these uh, teachings is it's the voice which matters. In this case, the voice of Christopher, the voice of Ula, the voice of Casper, the voice of Alexander, and the voice of the 70 participants. So there's the visual, but it's the, the voice and the voice which, where the authority and the practice really, really lies. So uh, worthwhile to uh, remember that. <clears throat> With the general uh, uh, overview, with the mindfulness and the practices that we are uh, engaged in. We will cover the forms, and I mean by that mindfulness with sitting, walking, standing and reclining, all of which will be part of your practice. We'll be also exploring mindfulness in communication as a facilitator, as a mindfulness uh, teacher, as a communicator. We'll be exploring mindfulness in that which we say to others, whoever she or he may be. What is the tone of voice? What is the attitude? What is the intention? Are we receptive to listening to the other? So the speaking aspect will be a very important feature of this uh, time together. The third aspect as well, and all of this is a development over the year period. And in the third aspect, it's the application of mindfulness in various activities. Those activities could be eating a nutritious meal. Those activities could be the experience of really being in the nature and really listening inwardly and outwardly to the nature. Practices could be reading, not for information, but for some insight, for something that touches you. It could be the art of listening to music as a real meditation, not as a background enjoyment, but really in a formal posture and really listening to music and the touch of music and much more. So that 
as we develop over the days, weeks, and uh, months, a quiet purpose is to, in a way, introduce mindfulness to the ordinary and the everyday. That would include going to the toilet, brushing your teeth, having a shower. It would uh, include the washing up. Lots of things which are ordinary and everyday to bring a little extra interest and uh, energy and connection. And out of that gradual expansion, insights and understanding will come and we would invite you as much as you can to <clears throat> keep a pen and paper that could be beside your computer or laptop or phone, whatever you're using. And sometimes from one of the teachers, from another participant, something useful, insightful, beneficial is spoken. And it could be genuinely worthwhile just to take a, a note, a quick note. It might just be a few words. And then just putting something down, a quick note and a few words, go back to it. Sometimes I find reading out loud registers a little bit more deeply. So the words on the paper reflected on can touch and be su uh, supportive. So once again, as the days go by, you apply the mindfulnesses, we'll be inviting you as well to write some words, perhaps 250 words or more, and having an opportunity to share those with us and more. So it's a coordinated activity, a quiet commitment, and each of us can make a really precious uh, exploration and commitment to reducing the high levels of stress, worry, and anxiety, so that we really feel a quiet empowerment, not only for ourselves, but to really give support to others and to really listen to their need and respond well. <clears throat> With the, um, uh, the Zoom, as I mentioned uh, 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 earlier, Ulla um, uh, has a very um, good knowledge of technology. She's been giving me some very helpful tutorials uh, uh, as, as well. If there is some difficulty in some point or other, do let Ulla uh, or myself uh, know. Um, if you just need some uh, clarification uh, with regard to something. But all being well, with the, the days uh, here, we'll get into the, f into the flow of things and 
keep the connections uh, uh, going along as smoothly as the technology will uh, allow. Finally, um, we really wish to hear your voices in the written and or spoken word. And what I mean by that is, there are our email addresses. If you wish, at any time, you just drop us an email, send us a message there. Um, we may well have the opportunity to share with others. Um, and you yourself can also contribute to making this course uh, a healthy and skillful course. And if some ideas come, let us know. Everything is in the process of development and growth and expansion. And we wish you to be committed to this as much as uh, we are uh, as, as well. Um, just, as I just mentioned um, uh, 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 to you uh, as well, the field of mindfulness and the experience uh, of it is such that we're keeping this thing the metaphorically now the ears open and it's to keep the ears open for a point or points which are made which the senses this is beneficial this is insightful this is worth remembering that voice can certainly come from within obviously yourselves from other participants, from the teachers. And that receptivity to the insights and something valuable is a key feature. It is mindfulness for the insights. It's mindfulness for understanding. It is not mindfulness just to be in the present moment. It's mindfulness for wisdom, mindfulness for skill, Mindfulness for learning and understanding. And keeping the quiet dedication to this is going to be a very, very precious uh, time. And of course, we wish that sometime in the future, we will all meet at Pawanov. Yes, we're keeping that uh, glimmer for that really uh, uh, alive and well. However, in the meantime, this is the form. Thank you very much for uh, lending uh, an ear here. I'll, we'll, um, let's have a, a quiet minute together and just resting in the quiet minute. Then I will invite uh, Ula to uh, speak to us and then following on from that, some questions and then a guided meditation at the end. <clears throat> but let's have the, our, our precious quiet minute.
may we dedicate ourselves to the exploration of mindfulness. May we dedicate ourselves to clarity and insight. May we dedicate ourselves to being in the service of others. Thank you everyone for uh, uh, listening. I'll um, pass you over to uh, Ula. She'll uh, uh, speak to you at this time. Thank you. Hello everyone, lovely meeting you and uh, I'll um, start with uh, uh, yeah, my joy, my, my excitement to finally be with you all. Uh, it's been a year since Christopher and I actually planned having the MTTC and we um, then spread out the word and slowly, slowly um, the numbers were building and we're now very happy to have 70 participants actually coming from a variety of countries. Um, I know from people coming from abroad joining us tonight and it's early morning hours for them and um, there is much appreciation for you all to have joined us in this experience and even more so now that it's an online experience. Um, yeah. A new experience for us all and uh, as you might have known and seen over the past couple of days enormous amounts of emails have gone out to you instructions explanations and questions have come come from you to me and we created an online platform and I just really express my appreciation for your readiness to and your willingness to join this process online which is definitely a challenge for some of us who are not so um, accustomed to the to the through the form and there will be questions and I just from the beginning on a heartfelt invitation just send them over I will do the best I can to answer quickly and as you might know we have this online platform there are questions and answers in the written form and every question which will come from you I will answer and put in there so there is like a catalog of questions where you can go to if something is unclear and just see if, has, if it has already been asked before. So <clears throat> coming back to the course itself, um, what is our motivation? What is our intention? And some topics will just touch upon what Christopher, Christopher already said. So why having, why having another mindfulness teacher training course? Why offering this course in the first place? Um, just as Christopher said, mindfulness is such an important, powerful and uh, beautiful tool. Uh, it has the ability to shed light upon experience and it can shed light upon every potential human experience and bring it into the forefront of awareness. Not only what is going on in the inner, not only what is concerned with our own stress and suffering, but also the stress and suffering of others. We can train ourselves to really see clearly learn to understand and care for others in the best way possible. And this is much what this course is about. I was asked some couple of months ago by a participant whether mindfulness has peaked. Mindfulness has become such an important topic in 
uh, the self-care word that um, it's promoted all over the place. And uh, it has come, become partially a form of consumer product, something which is promoted as giving some relaxation, a quick relief to um, function better, to get more concentration and to achieve even higher goals. And um, in this form of consumer product in which it has formed, I really hope uh, it has peaked. Yeah. Because there is another form of mindfulness we can share with each other which is more profound and more multi-layered than just being a quick fix to function better in this hectic and stressful world. And this is what we would like to explore with you. Um, Christopher once said the sentence and the one liner and I really find it beautiful. This is not about um, stress reduction. It's about st stress destruction so that we can really learn to see where stress, where suffering, where discomfort are coming from and then bring actually tools to ourselves and to others which help not only to reduce the stress but really to overcome it. So it's a practice which addresses the entirety of uh, the human being, not only a particular interest but we want to watch the entirety of uh, what it means to be a human on this planet. And this means we're not only interested in the inner, we're interested in the outer and in our togetherness. This means we seek the support of ethical sensitivity. We seek, uh, we are interested, we explore what wise action actually means. And we want to, like Christopher said, learn from our own experience, from our immediate experience, what it means to bring calm, to bring nourishment, to bring insight to this being. And from this own immediate experience, we can then go out into the world and share with others our insights, our understanding, which can grow over this uh, course within a year. So the last title of the MTTC, and Christopher has given an MTTC term three years ago, has had the beautiful undertitle, Becoming Agents of Change. And I would really like to take you this for an, for an inspiration. Becoming an agent of change means that in this world with all its um, enormous challenges we're facing on the level of society, on the level of interpersonal contact, on the level of um, how we deal with nature, how we deal with other sentient cre um, cre um, creatures, beings, um, can we be an agent of change with all the humility necessary with all the kindness necessary, with all the patience necessary. Um, how can we create good friendship with others, kindness, and bring something into this world which makes uh, our togetherness a bit brighter, a bit more loving and kind. So we participate in this course and I read it in all these lovely uh, registration forms you sent me. We participate because we deeply care we care for ourselves, we care for our loved ones, we care for those whose suffering we meet, we care for the people, the animals, the sentient beings and nature alike. And all of you, and this was the beautiful part of reading through uh, the registration forms, all of you are already involved somehow in caring for this world, caring for others. And um, what really, uh, What's beautiful is to read about all your aspirations, 
all this care you're already giving and this interest in bringing even more so um, to this world and to uh, learn in a, in a more profound way, in a more um, nourishing way to do so in the future. So I deeply bow to this aspiration. And we might not be in a room together tonight, but maybe there is a sense and a feeling for that as well. We're having now over 70 participants here and we all come with the same aspiration, the same intention today, this evening uh, together, is to learn how to care for this world and for others. And this is something really remarkable and uplifting. And to do so, we need to use, like we do now, we need to use the technique, we need to use the technology like Zoom. And I respect the critical voices, I respect, respect the concerns which came to me over the past days. How, how is it, will it be possible to um, create togetherness um, abroad the internet? I read yesterday something about Zoom fatigue, where people um, say that after a couple of meetings online or in Zoom, they feel quite exhausted. And they say this is because of two things, basically because we can't see each other properly, we can't look each other's into the eyes. Yeah? Um, and this is something very nourishing. Um, eye contact makes me um, sense you see me, you hear me, you're present with me. And that, is, that might not be working properly on Zoom. The other thing is, um, there is there might be this picture of ourselves on the screen and we might be very concerned about um, how we look. Uh, I never see my, never have the possibility uh, normally to see ourselves speaking and how we how the gestures are and how we're talking. So that might take up quite a lot of um, attention. Yeah? There is a possibility in Zoom, and I will put this on the question and answer sheet, to actually switch off the self view, and I found that a real relief while talking to you uh, to switch that off. Coming back to the platform once more, this is really our home base for all the content we will offer to you. Just now the recordings are recorded, um, the meeting is recorded, and just like this meeting, all other meetings, whether the large group meetings, whether the questions and answers, whether the Dharma talks in the evening, they will all be recorded, and you will find an audio file in the next couple of days online, where you just can listen in once more. And I know that uh, some of you at least um, are not native English speakers and you might just sometimes um, due to tiredness or due to some uh, distraction um, not be able to follow completely. And knowing that you have the recording in the background, um, if you miss something, uh, just keep listening, keep coming back to what's actually be present and then you can can return later to the audio recording and just listen in once more to get a fuller picture. Also important, very dear to me, is that you take some notes, like Christopher said, and please, please do note down any questions which are coming up, any points where you have a feeling there is something um, conflicting, something causing some friction, something where you want to explore further. These are the moments in my practice which are most nourishing. Um, maybe it takes some time even to develop an appropriate question, um, then just hang on with it. 
just wait for the question to come and then either drop an email to us teachers or bring it into the next group meeting or into the questions and answer sessions in the afternoons. Um, questions are a very rich practice to explore further into uh, the themes we will provide you with. Some details on Zoom maybe. Um, we will mute you and it, I know it's not a very democratic tool, but we will mute you all in the beginning and you will have the possibility to unmute yourself for the questions um, or when you want to share something. This is just because if everybody has its uh, uh, microphone on, there can be just a lot of background noise and the screen will actually hop between you. And this can just cause a lot of distraction and it's actually very tiring to watch. So when you wish to speak, just unmute yourself and please, please afterwards mute yourself again. This will just allow us all to um, yeah, pay attention to each other better. And if you are struggling with the bandwidth or the stability of your internet, just the small reminder, you can turn off your video anytime you want and just um, listen to us and watch us. What is normally consuming the most of bandwidth is um, streaming your own video. So if you're ex uh, experiencing any um, problems with, with the internet connection, just uh, turn off your own video. And yeah, this brings me to the point where I want to um, present you our beloved uh, assistant teachers. And the first assistant teacher is Alexander von Gontard. And he is a long-standing practitioner of mindfulness and meditation. And uh, also has given in the, over the past decades immense support to families and children in need. He works as a psychotherapist um, with children and teenagers and parents and also has written a long, long list of books and um, lovely books. And one is especially like is about, this, about spirituality and children. And he will be one of our uh, assistant teachers. And the other assistant teacher is Kasper. And Kasper is, uh, has worked for several years abroad and he supports organic farmers in countries all over the world to create structures uh, for fair trade. And um, in his various journeys or, um, in different countries, he used to live in spiritual communities and uh, practicing mindfulness and meditation in the tradition of inside meditation there. During the last couple of years, he has also started to offer yoga and meditation sessions in the Netherlands. And he and I are just um, starting a project which is called Medita Circle, where we will bring Dharma practice to people with the intention to create communities, healthy communities, support communication, and so on. Yeah, and finally, there's of course Christopher, uh, who has founded the MTTC. And who could be a better teacher for bringing agents of change into this world um, than him with over 45 years of teaching experience? And his teachings exemplify just what we wish to share with you in these days, which is um, an interconnection, a balance between the inner and the outer themes, which is really touching upon the depths of the being and the importance in this world to speak up, speak up out of compassion and care for each other. Yeah, so I wish you to embark on a journey. Today starts the year-long process of the MTDC. And for me, this process is a journey and it will not lead us anywhere um, 
physically, really, maybe to Powerhof, which would be absolutely lovely, <laughs> but it's not really a physical journey. It's a journey into the inner landscapes and it's a journey into the human landscapes with all their facets and aspects. So much like embarking on a ship, we are embarking together on a journey of discovery, of curiosity, of interest, of exploration. And we're all the crew. We're making this journey together. And you have much to share with each other. There is so much potential in this cyberspace room right now um, where you can just share your experience and learn from each other as much as from us teachers. So yeah, I see this as a great opportunity to bring care and love and understanding and insight to the world. And I'm really, really looking forward to this process. So let's have another minute of silence. And then I heartfeltly invited to give some questions and answers, something you would like to know about the course. Thank you, thank you. So for anyone, just um, either in the chat box, write your questions or just um, unmute your mic, which can be done in the left bottom corner on Zoom, there is a microphone symbol. If you click on that, you actually can be heard by, uh, by everyone and then just feel free to ask. Yeah, someone came up in the chat. Yes, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll click on the chat. Yes. <laughs> the the uh, question is, <laughs> what is my task as a facilitator uh, tomorrow? So, uh, in the morning time, 9 a.m. your time, 8 a.m. UK time, and of course there are other time zones as well. There will be uh, a meeting with the four uh, teachers, and then there will be later small groups, and the teachers have the details uh, with regard to the task and the facilitation uh, role. And we'll um, give a good clear outline of that um, tomorrow morning um, with the uh, uh, beginning or at the end of that first uh, session of uh, meeting with you when you'll be um, with one of us teachers 
and those sessions will be rotated, of course, over the days uh, between all of us. So if it's okay with you, um, we'll speak about that uh, in the morning. Anything to add, uh, Ula? Yeah, exactly. We'll give a lot of, and there have been questions about that. And um, we'll give all the details necessary tomorrow morning. If you want to um, have a look, there is actually a sheet on the role of the facilitator on the platform, which will describe a bit about um, the role itself. And you can have a prepare as a preparation look at that. Yes. So as Ulla uh, just mentioned uh, to you, um, there, uh, on the platform, there are the uh, pages. And uh, these pages coming out of uh, uh, the years of facilitation work, and they're primarily written in bullet points. So it's an easier way to remember some of the important features of what it is to be able to facilitate with others. And obviously, uh, us as teachers would like to recommend to you to just have a, when you have an opportunity, it's a kind of quiet, mindful, slow read through each of those points. It might be worthwhile as well, like you can see, you can see, see here, pages of things <laughs> printed out. Um, paper conscious, then um, double-sided. Double <laughs> and um, so I have my pages uh, beside me there. It might be helpful for you when you're in the role of facilitating, giving a short talk on mindfulness or, uh, or anything else. Do make good use of the platform. Um, I see a couple of points, another point here, I'll, if I may, uh, just read it out to you. Is there something we need to prepare before beginning uh, tomorrow, specifically regarding the short talks that were outlined? Um, uh, I'll just say a couple of words here uh, Ulo, uh, with, uh, with this. Um, you will have seen from the notes that we're giving um, to you that this stepping into the authority of three to five uh, minutes, there is an encouragement, say, to take a theme. And in this short communication to others, there are two, two or three ways to approach this. Uh, one way is to actually prepare it so that you take some notes, you write them down, that which you wish to say, and with that piece of paper, it might be fully written. And some people are comfortable with that. And another person, she or he, may just have some words, some small reminders. So you're speaking to the group, you may just have it on your laptop or computer, whatever, and you make reference to that while speaking on the theme. Um, another person will have the uh, uh, prefer just without any notes whatsoever. 
just to talk for three to five minutes. And with the small group there, one person will give a response in terms of what they felt, something might be helpful and useful to give support to the speaker. And the other, perhaps three people, it might uh, be, ask a question. And it is important to remember to ask the question. Because in life and in teaching, we can prepare, but we can't quite prepare for the questions that other people ask us. And therefore, there's a certain spontaneity about it. But that can only happen if those who listen do have a question. Ula and I were speaking about this just the other day together. And the reference we made is, it is really important to listen. But my goodness me, this mindfulness training program is also a training in learning to ask questions we might bring the questions to and they're written already which is fine it might be uh, the spontaneous question uh, there but do remember your willingness to ask the teachers the facilitator, the speaker who is giving the short talk, uh, do remember to ask a question. It really helps all of us to grow and develop as uh, human beings. And it's part of the work and that part of the work will extend when you are as mindfulness teachers with groups to ask them questions as we shall be asking you. I'll just have a, a, a quick look if there's uh, any other points on the screen. Uh, yeah, there's no, just uh, those two and, and uh, thanks. So, uh, Ula, shall we um, have a quiet minute and then is, if there's anything else anybody would like to uh, yeah. ask, please, please do. What, one more question came up, Christopher. Oh, yeah, right. Thank you for keeping the eye on the chat. It's hardly chat, isn't it? <laughs> it should be called inquiry or question time or whatever. Anyway, we'll write to Zoom and perhaps they could zoom in on the point. Um, do, do, does just the facilitator uh, give the three uh, uh, talks? No, tomorrow each person will get the opportunity. And so there's these short speaking period. If there could be one question each from the listener, listeners there, and one person gives their response to the speaker. Hopefully some appreciation, but also uh, anything that might be uh, helpful. Now, if I may say, I remember from myself. Years ago, I mean, like year, decades ago, uh, one of the teachers, this, this is uh, Wimelow,
from Germany. He's a very elderly, he has been a very dear friend of mine since 1970. He's a good 12 years older than uh, I am. And he listened very um, kindly to me giving a talk, you know, public talk. And then afterwards, he said, the theme was all right. The content was all right. But he said, your hands, they were so distracting. They were moving all over the place. This is the energy. And it just that one sentence, I can't say I am cured from moving the hands. But sometimes just one sentence, ah, of course. Well, let, let's just be a little bit more mindful of the hands when speaking. So the facilitator may just say one point. And like right now, it was said to me 40 years ago, I still remember it. And it's helpful. So that's so speaking, questions, facilitating. That's, that's what we do. Anyone else have any uh, response? Yeah, Ben and Joe had some more questions. Yes, okay, yes, please. Was it a, a, not a chat question? Yes, yes. There is? Yeah. You're seeing more. Ah, you're seeing more. Right. Ah, yes, sorry, yes. <laughs> Would you recommend to keep any precepts during the coming days? Uh, uh, yes, with the capital Y uh, here. So, in precepts um, um, is a little bit of, um, a little bit in the religious language, which is absolutely fine. Um, in the kind of contemporary uh, uh, language uh, uh, as well, th there's a kind of uh, ethic, which is a kind of precept, uh, 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 an ethic, of uh, mindfulness and the essential, or one of the essential ethics with the mindfulness is can we engage in communication with others? in which there is enough mindfulness not to trigger cause harm and not to exploit. And that would be a kind of foundation, core ethic, and that carries itself into the way we think, that is one area, it carries itself into what we say or what we write, the second, and it carries itself into what we do. That means our actions. So we wish to be mindful, not to engage in that which will cause harm, not to engage in that which in some way will exploit. Uh, so there is mindfulness inwardly, that's looking at ourselves, but also mindfulness of the other. And therefore mindfulness is both inwardly and uh, uh, outwardly. And we'll, later on we'll explore 
many other many other aspects of mindfulness but if you can keep those two in mind it will affect the way we think what we say what we write because we, what we do because we wish to be mindful of the impact on others and i shall just touch upon Please the question yes. which joe asked and he asked whether we shall prepare for all three topics or choose one. Please, please do prepare for all three topics so that you can, over the course of the days, give a small talk, five to seven minutes, on any of these three topics. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And I find as a, in the teaching role here that it really is a learning of itself and these make just generating the time for the quite short talk quite precise putting some details and information uh, together communicating it and listening into the responses and as the days and weeks and months go by one really will be, be began to feel the quiet authority and one will really notice if the ego is getting in the way uh, or if, if, if it's communicated in a caring way, much will be noticed through the act of the role of being the mindfulness teacher. We learn a lot about ourselves. Any uh, other uh, responses, anyone? Hey. Hey. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for setting this up as well and for the talk. You mentioned at the start uh, around the consumeristic element of mindfulness. Yes. I, I would love if you could speak a little bit to that because I've often, I've recently started becoming a bit wary of the fact that often it's offered around as this one-stop shop solution for everything. Mm. Uh, so it'd be lovely to hear your view on that and what are the constraints within it within which yes. uh, we should apply it. Yes, sure. Yes. So when uh, Ulu was speaking, and I'll respond, you know, genuinely mindfulness is a powerful tool. It's not the only one. There are many wonderful aids and supports for people on earth. And this is a contribution. And the contribution is that it gives people tools to give support to themselves, from children to adults to the elderly. Where our concern uh, would be in terms of the consumerism, it can be used just to produce to reduce stress to be more efficient more productive and increase corporate profits of a corporation where you and i might be really concerned about the ethics of the corporation in terms of the impact on people the environment creatures and so forth we are concerned about that and therefore, as the good person asked a few moments ago, mindfulness includes the ethics, 
and it includes our willingness to keep in touch with the ethics both inwardly of course but also it's not easy outwardly as well uh, and those are those is uh, are one of the areas there so mindfulness is very much a compassionate concern for the world that we live in and the second aspect of this that some mindfulness courses might you know so the view here have become so expensive that some really precious people that I know personally who very, live a very dedicated way of life with immense modesty, moderation, simply cannot afford these kind of courses. It's just out of their modest financial situation. And I think it's unfortunate um, uh, with some of the courses as, as, as well. So these, these, uh, the, these uh, two aspects to it are my concern. I'm absolutely fine. I've just written on my blog recently, you know, people making a charge for their service, offering a range of programs in mindfulness and, uh, and the costs and so forth, completely fine with it. I'm just a little bit concerned if it's, uh, if it's more about making a lot of money rather than the service. So th th this we need to be um, mindful of. We must remember the single mother. We must remember the low income person. We must remember the students. We must remember the elderly living on a very small pension. We must remember those who are not as privileged as uh, many many others and so yes mindfulness is for them as as well so we, we we want to keep it a really broad expanse and your good support with this is uh, helpful and important yes So, um, are we covered on the various uh, few points this evening? Anything outstanding anywhere? Oh, marvellous. So, um, I'll um, pass you over to uh, uh, Ula. And just a gap, we're flowing rather well here. So, uh, it's um, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. your time. So Ulis will offer maybe for 20, 25 minutes. Yes. Um, a uh, um, mindfulness meditation uh, wi uh, with us. And that will finish around 9, 29, 25. And then perhaps Ula or Ula and I will just give a uh, brief uh, uh, summing up. All good? All good. Right, Ula, hand over to you. Thank you, Christopher. So um, just maybe a minute or two to stretch your legs or find yourself mm. a sitting position to sit in. All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> mm. 
when when we settle into meditation, it's always good to prepare ourselves. It's good to find a posture, a way of sitting in which embodies two aspects. And this is the alertness, the quality of being awake, being present, which uh, embodies itself in the uprightness of the spine so that uh, there is spaciousness in our backs in between the vertebrae which uh, uh, stack one upon the other and maybe we can start here start um, connecting ourselves with the touch of the buttocks with a chair or with the cushion and just allow ourselves to rest to tune in into this immediate bodily sensation so that mindfulness can gather itself in the earth element in the groundedness in the solidity of body sitting upright An invitation to the body to give up all the unnecessary tension, the unnecessary holding of energy. Give it back to earth, give it back to the ground. And then allow the spine to grow out of this connection with the ground, with the earth, adjusting, creating space around each vertebra. Taking our time, taking the necessary care to adjust the posture, tuning into bodily sensation. Kind invitation to the shoulders to soften, to drop. Kind invitation to the neck to elongate. Chin might drop a little to the chest. And after such a long time of looking at the screen, it can be helpful to 
Roll the eyeballs, close the eyes, roll the eyeballs to the left and to the right. And then allow them to rest, to come to stillness in the eye sockets. And while we embody uprightness, alertness, we also embody softness, ease, calm. Can I allow the facial muscles around the eyes to soften? Invitation to the lips, the tongue, even the throat to soften, to open up. Once more, allow the shoulders, the upper arms, the lower arms, even the hands and the fingers to soften, to relax, to lose some of the tension. Invite the breath body to expand, to open up by taking two or three conscious inhales and exhales. Fill the belly, the ribcage with air. And gently long exhale fellows
then allow the breath to return to normal. And bring mindfulness, bring awareness to the breath with a simple question. Where in the body can I feel it most obviously right now? Anchoring the awareness, the mindfulness to this bodily sensation of breathing. Can we try to follow it along from the first impulse of in-breath to its fullness? And from the fullness of the breath body, the entire journey into emptiness. And whenever we realize, we become aware that another object has come into the foreground. Can, be, can the movement back to breathing be a caring one? Not a jerking, not harsh, but a kind journey back to the next inhale. coming back home, coming back to breathing.
patiently, kindly redirecting the attention back to breathing. No hurry, no harshness. so that the awareness which accompanies breathing is one of kindness, of care, of patience. Occasionally check whether you are in contact with immediate experience of bodily sensations. Am I feeling breathing or am I thinking about the breath? Just enough effort to accompany this inhale, this exhale.
And then to finish this sitting, just take three more conscious breaths, nourish body, heart and mind with oxygen. Gently, slowly start moving your fingers and your toes. Conscious first movements of the body. Maybe the hands, the feet want to move along. If you want to give your body a stretch, maybe a sigh, a yawning, and then open your eyes and uh, come back to the room when you're ready to. Yeah, thank you for sitting. Thank you for all your good questions. Christopher, anything you want to add before we finish? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Iris, you um, unmuted yourself. Did you want to ask something? Do I no? have, yes, can you hear me? I can hear you well, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Just uh, two or three uh, sm small points to uh, mention to you, just with the uh, overview. Uh, one is the exploration of mindfulness and experiences in the way that I spoke to you uh, a little while ago. And really exploring those as fully as possible. The second area, as mentioned, is the, uh, the teaching, the sharing, the facilitating, and the development of those skills. Towards the latter part of uh, the training course, we will include in that, those two I just items I mentioned to you, but we will also be uh, uh, offering ways to develop a course, offer workshops, offer weekend periods. Um, we'll speak to you about the use of social media, developing um, mailing lists, putting out the word, and much more as well on the general organization. Because uh, a mindfulness teacher, she or he, needs the skills of mindfulness, the skills of communication and speaking, but also how to get established. And all of that we will be uh, addressing. And as you will know already with, uh, with uh, Ula, of course, tremendous skills in teaching and communicating with a wide range of uh, people, many of them in very challenging situations there but also uh, is blessed with exceptional um, organizational skills and the communication through uh, organizing of programs and all of us are the beneficiaries of that. And in the latter period of the time, um, there'll be an opportunity for 
order to commu communicate with you about the application of, and development of those skills. And that is also part of the program here. As she mentioned as well, blessed with the good presence of Casper, uh, a wealth of experience in meditation, in mindfulness, in communities, in different cultures, um, uh, parts of the world. And I'm looking forward uh, to really listening to his voice. He will have the opportunity to, of course, to speak with you, respond with uh, questions. And similarly as well with uh, Alexander, he's a, a senior a doctor, a Jungian uh, analyst. He and I have been good friends for more than 30 years, a wealth of experience in retreats and meditation, both here in the West, uh, in India and elsewhere. And I feel very uh, blessed to have his presence uh, with, with us uh, through this period of time, because he also can bring a great deal of knowledge and insight and experience um, to the year. So we're, we're quite fortunate, I feel. And, and sometime or other, one or two other guests will come. And if I may say, one of them is going to, uh, is going to be my daughter. And uh, Nishona started up last year, uh, middle to the latter part of last year, Mindfulness Support Service. She has 20 years of experience working with families in initially as a midwife in London and local hospital and setting up this mindfulness support service for those suffering due to domestic violence. And I'd like her to speak to you about dealing and bringing mindfulness to those very challenging situations and also giving support to people um, in healthcare professionals and the way that mindfulness can give support uh, to them. So there are people like Shauna and others who would like to invite also to speak with you to see how they are applying and how they are, are, are working. So we really intend a really full, rich program. So come one year's time, you'll feel ready, 100% ready. And of course, we'll, we're very curious and interested to keep contact with you uh, after the year as well. And it's been a real joy with the first two mindfulness teacher training courses that I offered one in Germany and one uh, in Israel, just to see um, um, in this generating of what I call the agents of change, um, just how much precious work is being done. And that's very inspirational as well. So uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you all uh, tomorrow. Thank you for your uh, dedication and uh, lovely presence. Wish you a uh, very good night, rest and sleep. And Ule, any more to say from your part of the world? Just two, um, two three more sentences. Yes. Um, yeah. So I know that um, the upcoming small group meetings um, uh, raising quite a lot, are still raising quite a lot of questions. 
we will definitely give you all the answers and all the instructions necessary tomorrow morning. Just have a good night of rest and uh, just trust that uh, we'll provide you with everything. <laughs> Christopher has all the sheets ready. And uh, yeah, and the other thing is, um, we, we love your full commitment. Just like a participant said yesterday, after all the hours on the screen, take very good care of yourself. Have time outdoors if you're able to, if you're allowed to. Go for walks, enjoy the nature, to balance off the screen time with some outdoors time and some nourishment from there. And yeah, for now, a wonderful night of rest and uh, deep sleep. And we'll see each other tomorrow morning for the first sitting. Lovely. Thank you very much, Ulla. Uh, Thank you, Casper and Alexander, for your lovely presence and great support. And to uh, all, all of you as well. Good night. Good night. Right. So when I switch off, when I a little power, you know, as the host, <laughs> this is a button that is bye-bye till tomorrow morning. So uh, sleep, sleep well and look forward to uh, seeing you very, very, very soon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>